I have a question. And this goes to you, Sally in Arkansas. This goes to you, local Starbucks barista hero. This goes to the big ass crowd at the Wuhan pool party convention that you guys, you and I, we were not invited to. We know that the world has fallen the fuck apart. But why? On God's green, yet apocalyptic and shit show burning to the ground earth, are we still trying so damn hard to be perfect? First thing, this podcast. Podcast isn't perfect. It's changing. This is Taylor, by the way, guys. Hi. How's it going on this Thursday? I don't even know. Is it Thursday? Like what? Days? Okay. We all know like days don't exist, right? Even this podcast isn't perfect. We're a few months in now to two blondes don't make a right. And the most obvious thing is that there's one blonde here. M, you guys, she is taking off with her PR business that she would talk about on the podcast, on the show. We wish her Godspeed. We wish her the best. And anytime her little blonde butt wants to come back, we welcome her with open arms. But you guys, we're going to figure this out as we go, right? We need a new name. We're transforming. Our flower is blossoming. And I don't mean that in a sexual way, or maybe I do. Who the hell knows anymore? But my point is everything is in flux. When we go on social media, everything still seems so perfect. You have these perfectly curated photos, like life is just dandy of you know, so-and-so influencer outside in Venice Beach with like their chic outfit and the wind blowing in their hair. They may have been crying all day long thinking of how many ways to fucking slit their wrists, like how many ways from Sunday, not to be bleak, but come on. And I feel like this goes for guys too. That's a thing, right? I feel like this whole perfection with social media, we tend to really associate it as a woman, female thing. But you guys, I know dudes who are doing the same ass shit. They'll text me all this stuff and say all this stuff in private. And then even like their feed is like, they're on the beach on the sunset or they're having a good time with the bros. When really they send me like a novel dissertation about how fucked up politics are or this or that or the other thing, right? Even now, even now, when we are all falling the fuck apart, and I laugh because otherwise I'll cry again. We're still so obsessed with portraying this image of being perfect. I'm going to be honest. I feel like the only person who's being the most honest these days is Cardi B and wet ass pussy because that shit can get messy. That shit is spot on. Take a dive, whatever you get the scuba gear, right? Even if guys, you don't want to hear it. You're like, oh, wow. Oh, that's what happens down there. Oh, gee. Oh, I didn't know. We had all these right wing people losing their mind. Oh my God. Oh, that's a health problem. That's a It's called being turned on, sir. Look it up. But that is what's real. That shit is messy. That bitch is the only one being honest in 2020. I will say, I will say, there are those people who are a little more transparent, right? This one, I know her dearly and she's amazing. Based in New York, this one fitness influencer, she even said, she was like, I'm so unmotivated and I just don't feel like giving you guys any new dance classes or anything right now. I'm just unmotivated. I need to take a beat. That shit is honest. I also follow somebody and she posted today, she works with a lot of beauty brands and she literally posted, I'm taking a month off of social media taking a month off. And I was like, that's, damn, we need more of that, right? We're already like, what the hell else do we have to lose? Holy shit. What else could this year fucking throw at us? We have pedophilia gate. We have this election, which is a 
goddamn acid trip. We have the coronavirus pandemic, the economy. Shall I go on? Shall I go the fuck on? What do we have to lose by being a little bit honest about what is actually going on? I don't understand why we're still clinging to this idea that we have to portray this perfect image when it's clear as ass as day. That's not really the case at all. Our lives are falling apart as we know it. Now, do we need to see people crying on social media? I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Do I need to see that? I don't know. But to each their own. I share a lot on this podcast, right? If that's how someone wants to share their own life, to each their own. It just makes, just makes you feel a little uncomfortable. Maybe a little bit. Maybe it's a little too much. I don't know if I need to see you like sobbing. But I don't know that we need to keep pretending. Like everything is perfect. And it's the extremist ways of this year. Everything is so fucking extreme, which we know. We've talked about it so many times on this show. I know. I know that it is a tough-ass pill to swallow. Let's face it. Life isn't the same. It's not the same, okay? They are canceling college football. All bets are off in the United States of America when they cancel college football, okay? I know this because I went to a Big Ten school. I went to Penn State. And not only was I a Beaver Stadium goer, I was a tour guide. Yep, I was a goddamn tour guide at Penn State. And I would tell all the, you know, aspiring students and their families about the rockin' ass games and how it was the biggest stadium for college sports in the United States and how it fit like 100,000 people. Oh yeah, no, I know all the facts. I know all the facts. All the PSU alums know that college football is our religion. You eat, you sleep, you tailgate, you repeat, okay? That's just how it goes. So the Big Ten, along with all these other college divisions, conferences, I don't even know. You guys, okay, I'm a half-ass sports fan, as I'm sure many of you are. I don't know how into sports you guys are, but for reference, that shit is being canceled. Canceled like Ellen DeGeneres. The world is stopping. You're going to cancel college. First, it was the NBA. That's when we were like, oh, shit. But now this has gone on for months and months, and college football, gone. You know what else they want to get rid of? You know what else? The police. Let me tell you something. As a single 5'2 girl, you think I want to live in a city with no police? Hell no. Listen, I'm tiny and mighty and I can kick your ass with words verbally, but physically, I am not trying to be in that situation, okay? Needless to say, things are just not the same. The world is upside down. Things are getting canceled. Life as we know it is gone. And here we are posting photos of us washed up on a beach like Little Mermaid. Like literally, are we okay? Are we okay? What are we clinging on to so much? Why? Like what point do we have to prove? I have to know. I wonder how much of it comes from celebrity culture. After being in it for so long, when people's lives are falling apart, Brangelina, but it's, it's always like, that's the thing, right? The PR crisis. No, we have to paint them in the best light. We have to paint. Oh, look at they're They're out with their kids and they're healthy and they're for a jog. And you know, they just picked a daisy out of their own pussy. Life is great. But really they're in the middle of a divorce an existential crisis. You know what I mean? We're so obsessed, even with the election. Think about it. Think about this little food for thought. Okay. 
we are so obsessed with perfection that we know how divided it is. Trump, Biden, but no one on each side can fully admit that one is an egomaniac psychopath and the other is dementia and doesn't even know his own name. Let's not lie. But instead, it's painting this picture of, oh, they're the perfect candidate and they're going to bring our country around and da 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 Guys, you guys, we all know that both of these men are far from perfect. Okay? I think a glimmer, a glimmer of truth I felt like in Michelle Obama's speech at the DNC last night, she said, Joe Biden isn't perfect. I was like, oh, oh. Granted, she's an amazing and moving speaker. I was like, oh, Michelle, I got a little tear. But with everything so out the window, it seems hypocritical, doesn't it? We're all about these days, equality, Black Lives Matter, feminism, sexual misconduct in the workplace, cancel culture. So why, when it comes to our own lives, are we willing to sort of brush it under the rug and like pretend like we're Willy Wonka and everything's great? I'm not saying we should go around moping all day. I know we need positivity. Absolutely we do, right? It's bleak ass times. But I feel like being a little more honest is going to help each other. I'm not going to lie to you. I get down on myself so much. I probably spent all day yesterday crying as much as I hate to admit that, right? Comparing, looking at other people's shit. Oh my God, they're doing this. Oh my God, they're doing that. Oh, I'm stuck here in suburbia. Oh, I don't feel like going cow tipping today. Oh, wait, I can't even if I wanted to because of coronavirus, right? We all get in those ruts. I want to play for you because I have seen this so much. I've seen it so much in celebrity culture. Like I said before, they are the ultimate ones, especially these days who have to paint the perfect image always. I've had so many celebs behind the scenes be like, fucking Instagram, it gives me anxiety. I would quit Instagram if I could. Yet you go on their feed and it is like a mausoleum. Is that, that's a word for a coffin, right? No. Yes. Okay. Not a mausoleum. It's like the Mona Lisa, the Mona Lisa of Instagram. It's curated. They're looking hot. And really it just makes them so depressed. An example of this, I interviewed Olivia Holt, who is like this super hot, young, blonde, gorgeous actress in a Marvel series. Now Marvel, you're like, that's a fucking dream. That's a dream. And when I talked to Olivia on a red carpet recently, she talked about how toxic Instagram is for her, how toxic it is. And I was like, wow, this is so honest, right? How many of us look at it and we feel like ass or we feel like we're not meeting a standard or to get a little bit deeper on you to feel like we're not in the group think that everyone wants us to be. We're not in line. Here's a little bit of what she said. I know it's a little hard to make out, but here you go. Over time, as I got older and Instagram became more relevant, it just became a lot. Especially when you're living in a world that's constantly like picking at you and trying to make you different than, and, and you're trying to figure yourself out already. It's, it's hard. Instagram definitely, um, it has its pros and its cons. And I think one of the cons is that like, it does fall into the category of comparison. You could just ditch Instagram forever. I think I would. Yeah. Yeah. It's like probably easier said than done, right? But I mean, I've gone, I've gone like weeks without being on Instagram and it actually like I feel healthier, I feel happier. So knowing this is actually pretty crazy because when you go on her Instagram page and I'm not picking on her, but I'm just calling it right as I see it, you look on her Instagram page and it is gorgeous. 
flawless. And I even asked her, I said, how would you feel if a woman or somebody was looking at your page, 5 million followers, gorgeous photos, like living the life in the studio, this and that. And they're comparing themselves to you. And she even said, I would don't, don't do that. Nope. Cause I'm guilty of it too. No, it's toxic. So I'm just saying, think twice, you know, I have to give myself this own advice. Truly do. But knowing what you know, and then you go on your, her feed, you look at it a little bit differently, right? You're like, oh, huh. Huh. So where is this motivation coming from for it to still be so perfect and for it to still look so perfect in a world that's fucking crumbling faster than you can say Jeffrey Epstein? Another person that really stuck with me with this is Tyra Banks. Now, Tyra is a goddamn G. For those who are fans of hers and America's Next Top Model, I'm gonna tell you something. She's gonna say whatever she wants. She is on Planet Tyra, and I'm like, listen, I would take a SpaceX ship to Planet Tyra any day of the week, right? She's game. She's just like, she's a little kooky. And I sat down with her at a movie junket, which is, I've explained it on the podcast before. It's like, kind of awkward. You're sitting in like a hotel room and it's you and them and then their whole entourage and posse and chef manicurist. I was interviewing her and she talked about this very thing. As much as you guys grew to love her with America's Next Top Model and that really kooky sort of persona, she admitted to me, that's not really me. That's not really me. That was a persona. Here's a little bit of what she had to say. Just to, just give you a little flavor. So it's like you were there, you know, I have uh, what do you call that? Like, I guess a, a public image of this television show that I created called America's Next Top Model. And there's a character that's a judge that I created, but it's a character. Mm. But me in real life, I'm, you know, want everybody to just get along and sweet. Yeah. And I don't say you don't, you're not fierce. In life, I'm like, oh my God, how do I talk to this employee about this? Or how do I do this? Mm. Speaking to myself and saying, stop worrying about being liked. Absolutely. So see, it goes back into that idea that we, you know, public persona and not. We're all public personas these days, right? Putting our whole lives on the internet forever and ever. Every baby's breath, every blank, every stare, it's all out there. And for some God knows why reason, we curate or change or put on display something that's really, that's not. I get why it makes sense for high profile people and celebrities, right? How long has this been going on for years since Hollywood first started? Oh, it's the stars and oh, they're glamorous lives. I feel like that's a tradition that's still holding up. It's a little old school, but it's a tradition that's still holding up. Every now and then you'll see a celebrity post like a no makeup selfie and something and you're kind of inspired, right? Girls, I'm mostly talking to you guys. You might be like, that's hot and that's cool too. I don't mean to leave you out, guys, because I love you too. But girls, you're like, oh, damn. Oh, okay. Oh, I see your little wrinkle. Oh, I see your whatever. Me too. That's the real me too. Am I right? I've had my day. I have had my day of telling high-profile peeps and celebs how, what I think the examples they should set or things that they should talk about or things that they should show till I am blue in the face, blue as this little top I got going on for those of you watching. I've had it. They're going to do what they want. They're going to do what they want. They're going to talk to us all day about Black Lives Matter, tweeting it from their mansions, and then diving, swan diving backwards into their infinity pools while the rest of us ride in the streets, okay? So I've had my day of telling, you know, preaching about what I think celebs should and shouldn't do, but this comes down to us. This really does come down to us. And I don't mean to be a preachy ass bitch, but people are depressed, man. They are. You guys think about this. Okay. I saw this the other day. I can't get it out of my head. One in every four people, male and female, 
from 18 to 24 are depressed right now. That's only that age. That's only that age. Think about parents at home. Think about people, all the people, millions who have lost their jobs, all this stuff. And when you think about the toll that this is taking on our mental health, does it help? Does it honestly help to go on to Instagram? Who, who's the creator of Instagram, by the way? What's his name? Because I got a bone to pick, but it, I don't know if it's their fault. They created this thing, but like we're the little monsters carrying it on. You feel bad enough about what's going on. And then when you see these perfect images, not only is it from celebrities, but now it's from everyday people. It's like it twists a knife. And you're like, well, goddamn, goddamn. Why didn't I strap myself to Doug and Bob's backs and go the fuck to SpaceX? Why? It makes you feel horrible. So I want to really leave you thinking about A, what you're putting out there and B, what you're taking in. And I know it's like, it's so cliche, right? Healers and, you know, even from the spiritual field to like wellness, they'll be like, cut your social media intake. But this is for reals. This is for reals. And think about what you put out because you putting out something so polished and perfect when it's really not might make someone feel like shit. And vice versa, if you put out something that's honest and raw, maybe not like sobbing with your snot coming out, or maybe it is, hell, you could affect really impact someone's day and be like, damn, I thought it was just me. I really thought that it was just me. I want to leave you guys too with thinking about this. For those of you guys feeling down and out, like life is the pits, right? I'm sorry. I'm not sugarcoating it. I know that we all need positivity and we do, but this is real. Like these are real ass conversations that I've had with celebrities before coronavirus and I'm having with people now off camera in real life. It's what everyone's talking about, right? Everyone's world got turned upside down. I want you guys to think about this. I was watching my friend, Bruna, who's another writer, and she was in the spread that I was in and executed and pitched for Playboy with it was me and a few other um, female journalists. And Bruno was one of the girls in the spread. And she's really taken on this path of spirituality. I don't want to butcher it. I'm just going to give you the li- little essence. But she basically says, you know, we're so obsessed with ourselves. And really, everyone else is obsessed with themselves. So when we're trying so hard to curate such a perfect image and think, oh my God, does that look perfect? Does this look perfect? Even doing this very podcast, it's my first one alone. I was like, shit. I was all in my head. I was like, is it going to be perfect? I don't know. You know what? Fuck it. It is what it is. It's just something I wanted to get out there because I I know that I hope and I know that it'll help some of you guys because I know I'm not the only one thinking of this right now. You know, we're so obsessed with ourselves, but everyone is, is obsessed with their own shit too, is in their own head about their own shit, too preoccupied to be obsessing and focus on you. So hopefully that gives you a little bit more freedom. A little bit more freedom to post what's real. Everything right now in our culture is so goddamn extreme. The left, the right, wear a mask, don't wear a mask, open the economy, don't open the economy. Everything is so extreme. So why are we perpetuating this crazy with our own goddamn feeds? Next time you're doing the little filters with your sandy feet, in the Santa Monica sand, when really a seagull just came and ate your lunch and part of your weave. And you're like, Jesus fucking Christ, I've had a year. Now I'm having a day. You know what I mean? We don't need to be the ones perpetuating this insanity, extreme culture of everything is so amazing or everything is shit. It's okay to be in the middle. It's okay to be honest. It's okay to be like, 
I don't even know where I'm going to live. And I say that personally. Hi. Yes. Don't know. Don't know. So you do you. And until we're in a time where a little party never killed nobody, you know that song? Until we're in a time when we are thriving like the water park goers in Wuhan, a little honesty never hurt nobody, especially in 2020, you guys. 